Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right. Welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen, and tis the season, not just for Hanukkah, Festivus, Christmas, Kwanzaa, I may have missed some things. Some people want to celebrate celebrate Krampus. So for those of you who are in that space, I don't want to leave you out. But tis the season for not only holidays, but hopefully in your business right now, you are working on goals and goal setting for next year. And goal setting can be one of those things that is a love-hate type of a relationship with yourself, with your business, with your employees. In fact, you may have a retreat and get the team together and you say, hey, I want to set some goals. And the first thing out of your team's mouth is, oh shit, not again. Here's some goals that we're going to set that no one's going to talk about again for the rest of the year. And we're not going to achieve them. And then we're going to come back here at the same time next year and we're going to talk about what happened. I may have just described your business and every annual retreat that you've had for the last 5-10 years. This is a very common problem in small business especially. This problem of setting goals, creating a big picture mission, vision, and values, and then never talking about them again. So if you want your goals to really mean something in 2017, you have got to create the space for goal setting to happen on a regular basis. And this is probably the thing that most that gets away with uh, gets away from most leaders and the reason why is number 1 we don't create the space to talk about goals on an ongoing basis after we set them. And to me that is huge. If you're not setting and creating the space for goal setting to be talked about and to be reviewed you're missing out on some key things. So there's a few things that I want to talk about today that I think will really help you ensure that every week, every day of your business is mission-driven and objectives-focused January 1st all the way to December 31st. So the first thing is obvious. We've got to set goals. And we can't just set goals in a vacuum. We can't set goals that aren't realistic. We can't set goals that do not include our team's input and some value that they have to contribute to what goals would look like for next year. You've got to create the space for that, but you've also got to think through the goals. I hear a lot of times where business owners talk about a goal and they and I ask them, like, well, where did that goal come from? And they're like, it just sounds like a good number. It just seems like we should be able to double our business or it just seems like we should be able to double double the amount of leads that we get in or we should be able to do X, Y and Z products. Um, and there's really no rhyme or reason or actual thought around why the person is saying what they're saying or how they know that that particular thing is going to happen. There's no review in that. So when you set goals, make sure that they're well studied, well thought out, and well planned so that your team has confidence that what you've set out for them is something that not only stretches them, but is actually attainable in the process. So think about that. Create the space to set the goals. Now from there, 
These are some things that are important. Number one, if you're a business owner or a leader and you're setting goals, get your team invested and involved in the goals. And I got a lot of leaders right now that they literally don't have a single team member that they can trust with anything big picture or high level. And if I just described you, what I want you to do is think about what you can do to invest in your people this year to create additional leadership in your business so that you're not the only leadership that exists within your business. Because if you're the only leadership that exists within your business uh, in 2017, your business is not going to be nearly as successful as it could be with additional leadership. Because when you have additional leadership, when you're not in the office or when you're not present, other people are taking ownership and they're engaged in the work that goes on on a day-to-day basis. And studies show that when employees are engaged, employees are happier, employees perform better. So how do you get your employees connected to the big picture goals. If you set five objectives that are big picture objectives for 2017, which is a good number, your team should have an active part of an ownership of some of those goals. Now, that doesn't mean that other people don't work on those goals, but the buck has to stop somewhere. And for most leaders that I work with, their plate is too full to take ownership of every single objective that they have in their business. They're going to fall short somewhere. And when you fall short somewhere in an objective, primarily because you haven't given it the space or attention that it deserves, all it does is reflect negatively upon your ability to follow through. And when you're not good at follow through, now you become someone that is less reliable to your team. And I don't want that as as a leader. My biggest currency is my credibility. And I build my credibility Primarily by doing what I said I would do and leading people to where we've never been by doing what I said that we would do. That's so important. So get your team invested in the goals. If you have five objectives for next year, are there a couple of team members that can take one or two of those objectives off your hands? And if it's even more than that, great. Hey, if you're a business owner and you're, you own one big objective for next year, that's awesome. That's a win to me. And you have four other team members that are engaged in their own big picture objectives. That's awesome. So the second thing is, is once you get the objective set and ownership identified, you've got to create the space for the people who own objectives to actually talk about the objectives. And I think that's important to have an objectives meeting. How often should you have an objectives meeting? My preference is weekly. Now, if you can't do weekly, bi-weekly is okay. Man, monthly is really pushing it. I don't know what kind of success you can have on a monthly basis just talking about your objectives in a meaningful way once a month. I don't know if that can be successful. I've never tried it. Uh, I prefer weekly myself. Weekly, we get together. We might spend one. We might spend time just on one person's objective and put them on the hot seat. But everyone checks in. Everyone talks about progress. And what that does is it allows people to set future progress for their objectives, but also create the space to talk about those objectives as well. And hopefully, as you set annual objectives, you're breaking that down into 90-day sprints. What are we going to do for the next 90 days? And how do we create the space to talk about that and ensure that we create movement around the objectives? The challenge here is, in business, as you well know, there's plenty of fires that can be put out in the business on a day-to-day basis 
emergencies, customer issues, employee issues. If you just spent your time dealing with emergencies, you would have a full enough schedule as it is. When I set objectives, eventually I get to the point where I say, you know what? I'm not going to deal with all those distractions and emergencies. And I use the word emergency very loosely. And I'm going to spend time in service to the big picture objectives. And the thing that's so hard about continuing to engage and work in big picture objectives is they're not immediate needs. They're, that's, that would be nice, but you know our business isn't going to burn down if we don't do it. So it's really easy to ignore the service of the higher level objectives to engage in the emergencies that are happening on a day-to-day basis. But if you let that govern the way that you work, there will never be a time where there's not emergencies that could take your time. But at some point, you've got to decide what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do and what's most important. That's the whole idea around priorities to begin with. So make sure you create the space for meaningful conversation to happen. And listen, whether it be you as an owner or your team members, coaching is important. I want to create a coaching space for my team for accountability. I want to create a coaching space for addressing obstacles and how to overcome that. I want to give them a different perspective as they work through their objectives and allow them to see things from different avenues that maybe they wouldn't have noticed on their own without talking it through with someone else. If you're not creating the space for coaching around your goals, then when people get stuck, they're going to get frustrated. And when people get frustrated and they're not sure where to go, what do they do? What we would like them to do is go to their to their leader or their manager and say, hey boss, I'm stuck. What do I do? But what they really do is because they don't want to look bad and they're embarrassed because they're stuck, they just shut it down, they sit on it, and then they hope no one actually asks us about it and talks about it. Now, I'm not saying that's every team member, but that is what happens to a lot of team members in that space. So make sure that you're coaching and connecting and talking about it and listen. When we coach, when we get feedback, when we do these weekly meetings like I'm suggesting, do not allow someone to give you a vague answer. I don't know how many times I have talked to a leader and they've asked for input from a team member on a project and the team member says, it's going really well. That sounds really good, doesn't it? You talk to someone, you ask them how it's going. Hey, it's going really well. Super. The problem is, is you and I don't know what the hell that even means. What does I'm doing really well mean? I'm going to ask, how is it going well? What's showing up for you? What are you getting done? Where are you stuck? I'm going to start asking meaningful questions so that I can get meaningful answers from my team. If we don't do that, then we get the generic, yeah, man, it's going great. Never better. Super duper. Problem is, is a lot of times... It's going really well as code for, I haven't done shit on this project yet. And you probably just laughed at that because we've all been there. We've been on both sides of that equation and it's not fun either way. I want to really get in that space and have meaningful conversations, ask meaningful questions that allow me to assess where something really is. And every quarter, at the end of the quarter, I have a retreat and we talk about goals. Where did we win? 
Where did we lose? What are we good at? What do we suck at? Where are the opportunities that we're still not taking advantage of? What are the things outside of our four walls that could threaten our success? Let's talk about that. And I go through each objective and we talk about it in that very deliberate manner so that we can talk about what went well and how do we move forward to the next level. Now, another problem may arise here. Now, I'm talking, I'm working through this whole process of goal setting. And what I really want to get my team involved in is weekly goal setting to where they're setting goals that are meaningful every single week so that they are achieving meaningful work. And you know what's going to happen? Your team isn't going to execute and you're not going to execute on a week-to-week basis. And as you've been working on this, you probably already experienced this. This is going to happen. That's okay. But if I diligently work within the structure of what this is and what our goals are, what I'm going to find is I'm going to have more good weeks than I am bad weeks. And that's what's important uh, as we move forward is I want to have more good weeks than I have bad weeks. And I want to get people into a mindset and a zone of where they are working on the goals on a weekly basis, that those things are happening and they're setting intention and they're moving forward with this. Now, here's another challenge that you may have around goal setting. And you may be a business owner who's like, Brandon, I'm not sure what's next. I run into some business owners. They don't know what to set goals for. They're like, I don't know what I want to improve. I don't know what I want to do next. And look, I don't really know what the biggest issue is with that, except for a lack of self-awareness and being open to change and growth. If you're not open to change and growth as a human being, you probably don't know things that you can work on. And the reality is, is the more I get in touch with myself, and I'm not judging anyone here for being shut off because I've been that person. I've been that person who's been shut off, who has lacked self-awareness, who hasn't really understood their own growth trajectory and hasn't been working actively in that growth trajectory. I've been that person. But the reality is, is the more I get in tune with myself, the more I learn how much growth that is possible, not only in my personal life, but in my professional life. And I have binders upon binders, pages of things that we could improve and do in the business that I don't even know if I'll ever have time for in my lifetime. And that's been a process of self-discovery and really getting in touch with what I want to accomplish as a professional and what's possible. What am I missing or where am I selling myself short? And I'll tell you this, if you're someone who's running into a challenge of setting meaningful goals every year and you're not sure what goals to set, you think maybe you've arrived at some achievement uh, destination, I'm going to argue that your goals in life are too small. Your goals in business, too small. If you don't have something meaningful that you can improve upon in your business and you don't have at least a handful of those for next year, your goals are way too small. You're not playing big enough. And I'm going to challenge you to get in that space and, and play bigger and figure out why you're not playing big and figure out what needs to happen for you to start to shift that context of what that bigger picture that bigger picture vision is for your business and for your life. So think about how you can create real meaningful transformation around your goals. How do you become a company that can look at your goals and say, "You know what? We really fought like hell to achieve these goals, and even if we fell short in a couple of our goals, It wasn't because we didn't make a ruthless commitment to making those goals happen. 
If you start to follow this process that I'm talking about of setting goals at the beginning of the year, getting your team to take ownership in some of those goals, creating the space to talk about them, setting quarterly goals, realistically evaluating the progress and the process of how people are doing from a week-to-week standpoint, as well as how you did on a quarter-to-quarter basis. If you dive into those things and really get critical into looking at that in a very objective, very intentional way, you are going to smoke your goals. And in some ways, you may even surpass what you thought was possible. But the reality is, I think Thomas Edison was the person who said that if we did uh, only a fraction of what we were capable of, we would astound ourselves. And I'm going to challenge you that whatever you did in 2016, which I bet was really successful and great, I'm going to challenge that you can do even more in 2017 and getting intentional with this process is the place to start. So hey, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you found this episode helpful, you liked it, do me a favor, let other people know about it, share the episode, rate it in iTunes. Hey, I want to thank, uh, I know Dr. Jim Bentz, I'll give him a shout out on the podcast this week. I know he left me a review in iTunes, so I want to thank you for doing that. I know a couple of other people at least rated the I, uh, the podcast in iTunes uh, because I saw uh, my numbers go up la- from last week. So I want to appreciate you guys for doing that. And I'm going to ask you, keep doing that. Uh, don't keep me a secret. Let people know. And again, if you have any questions, go to newworkrevolution.com. Hit me up at the website and I would be hans- uh, happy to answer any question that you have coming up. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.